everybody. I'm Heaven. And I'm Bim. And where's Tracy? Just kidding, guys. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny joke that I played earlier. It's good. It's a really good joke. Yeah, I'm, I'm laughing right now. So, everyone, Heaven sends all of her love from the very, very, very top and bottom of her heart. She is going to be back soon. She's still busy making magic and stuff with Mr. Colbert. Um, but in the meantime and in between time, we've got a BIM in the studio. Yes. My shoulders are working. Hit them with the shoulders. Hey, 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 Hi Tracy, thank you. you. I'm I'm great. I'm actually I'm feeling really good. Um, and as ever, I am thankful to both you and Heaven for allowing me to return Aww. and spend some time with you in the stud. Anytime, as long as you behave. I mean, I can't promise that. Well, we'll see how it goes. Just don't ask so much of me, Tracy. All right, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I am but one person. You, you, and you are okay? only human. I trip and I fall. Oh my God! I put on my trousers one leg at a time, but and you I know just what? when you fall, girl, I will be there to help you get up. Oh my God! Tracy. I'm gonna laugh at you first. Oh my God! You but bitch! I but I love you. We're going to talk to the hilarious Nicole Byer of MTV fame. First, I'm going to need a drink or two because I've, I'm having a day. So mm. let's kick this off proper with a proper toast from a proper Brit. Thank you, Tracy. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Toast Hour. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, 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 no. Okay, so I'm not very good at giving toasts. However, mm -hmm. I have a very large brain that is filled with things from the movies. Ooh. And there is one toast in particular that I've always loved, which is not even necessarily a toast, but it's uh -huh. delivered with the charm of a toast. Okay. And it's from a movie called Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, Ooh. starring Marilyn Monroe uh -huh. um, and uh, the most amazing Jane Russell, who I love dearly. And this is a this is a, a genuine uh, little limerick slash toast that she gives in the film. Okay. So if you'll join me, Tracy, and raise your glass, please. Thank you. Okay. And she raised. says, <clears throat> "There was an old man named Sidney, who drank till he ruined a kidney. Oh my god! It shriveled and shrank, but he drank and he drank. He had his fun doing it, didn't he? Well, cheers to that! Cheers to that! Who needs two kidneys at once?" <laughs> <laughs> And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a treat for you today. Blessing the the opens the the mic the open mic the open microphone stage in the studio. <laughs> okay, we late have. mic DJ. <laughs> okay, you're listening to Smooth FM, and uh, welcome to the show. We have the lovely Bimford Georgina Johnson, <laughs> who is going to recite a Yoruba poem about goats. Ladies and gentlemen, Bimford Louise Jackson, whose name I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing I'd like to note before I begin this poem, Tracy, mm -hmm. is that goats are uh, very special to me, mm. okay? Because they are arguably the cutest, I mean, in baby form, one of the cutest. Hey, let, please allow <clears throat> me to finish. I have some in my you know, you is get that, Is, that, is that what that was? Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, I oh. mean, I'm fine. Thank you for your concern. I will punch you in the throat. Oh, my God. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so, mm -hmm. I love goats because I think they are tasty. 
Well, they are though. They're, oh, they're goat meat good. is so nice. Yeah. Okay. Have you had goat curry? Like curry goats? I have. It's, I've only had it once. It's been my only the only time curry I've ever goats eaten goat. is like oh, such the, a testament of God's love. It's a good meat. It's a good meat. It's all smoky mm-hmm. and not quite gamey. The texture the is good. all good. Oh, yeah. I love goat meat, mm-hmm. but also I love goats as they are <laughs> as living creatures, right? Because they're very cute, and baby goats in particular, I think, are in the top ten cute baby animals. Like in all kingdoms. I get not. I'll allow that. Yeah. Top 10. Yeah. Thank you. Top 10 for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just Easy. perfect little things. Okay. So this is a poem that I learned when I lived in Nigeria when I was a kid. And it's about how stubborn goats are. I've just found it on a Facebook page that is Aww. called Proudly Yoruba, which is the only way to be Yoruba is proudly. Of course. Of but course. anyway, um, so my accent might be a bit off, but I remember it. It's one of the few things I remember from Yoruba class in mm. Lagos. <clears throat> okay. So it's about it's about goats and how stubborn they are. So okay. I, I'll, I'll say in Yoruba first and okay. then I'll kind of do a loose translation. I'm so excited. <laughs> so it goes... <clears throat> So basically, <laughs> so basically, so which is the bit I remember, mm-hmm. is basically a goat is a domestic animal. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Fact. And then, which means it gets scolded. Like it gets scolded a lot. Uh-huh. So it's a very naughty it's a it's a domestic animal that gets scolded a lot. Hey, just and like then, me, <laughs> domestic, but you still get Except you're not a goat, except as in the greatest of all time. <laughs> except <laughs> in that form. You right, uh, you right. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. And then Nitori which means basically because it's stubborn. So this is like the one of those things that prescribes that goats, by their very nature, are mm-hmm. stubborn. Which again I'm very I'm very it much mean. a fan of. Yeah, it means <laughs> to a certain degree. Which as I said before, is why Nigerians like an insult for a stubborn person is you are stubborn as a goat. <laughs> and they mean it. You stubborn goat. Get out. <laughs> they mean it. So and then this is my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> so if you beat a goat, <laughs> oh my god, because they're so stubborn, uh-huh. it says it will shake its ears. And when we were kids and we would <laughs> recite this, we would shake our ears. Aww. And having lived around goats, they do shake their head Aww. when you try and scold them. You're like, hey, goat. And the goat goes, no. <laughs> and it pulls itself away from your grass. And they literally shake their head like drunk babies. Aww. And they go, nah. They're very smart. They're very smart. <laughs> I love that when you were reciting, when you were reading the poem the first time, you shook your head when you got to that because part. that's how I love the it's poem. <laughs> <laughs> when they taught it to us, they showed, and that was a really good way to learn uh-huh. the language because you're like, oh, so this is what, oh, <laughs> and that is my reason for loving goats so much. Mm. Like they, they, they so disagree. They're so stubborn. They so disagree with your uh-huh. shit that they will shake their head at you like uh-huh. a disapproving baby. Like, how dare you? I'm a goat. I don't deserve this shit. I dislike them a lot less now. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so glad to have helped. I love goats. I think they are some of the cutest, like their baby version Uh is some of the cutest, like baby animals of anything. Right? Do you know what turned me off of goats, I think? Please explain. Do you remember um, 
the Brian Fellow sketch on Saturday Night Live? No. Oh my God. <laughs> this is some of Tracy Morgan's best work. He had this character called Brian Fellows. Sure. <laughs> that I identify with so much, and you will see why. Please. So, Brian Fellows is just a guy who likes animals. <laughs> He posits himself as an animal oh, expert. I can see him wearing a nice hat. Right. Okay. You see? And so, like, the intro to the show was, like, Brian Fellows is not an animal expert. <laughs> he barely finished high school. Like, he's just a dude that just, like, makes up crazy animal facts and stuff. That That's sounds not like true. such a Tracy Morgan character. <laughs> it really was. And it's just, like, so random. So, on one oh, of his God. episodes, he met this goat. And him and the goat <laughs> wasn't vibing, right? <laughs> That goat is weird. This is Thunder. She's a spotted Nubian milking goat, and she was birthed during a severe rainstorm, hence the name. He has devil eyes. Well, it's actually a she, Dr. Fella, or a doe in goat talk. Goats can't talk. That's crazy. What I mean by goat talk is the lingo that goaters like myself use. Of course, goats can't talk. That's what I said. Yeah, they, they can't talk. I bet if this goat could talk, he would say things like curse words and call people doo-doo head and sing naughty songs. He's weird. <laughs> no, like they do got double eyes. They really, really do. I, I, I take issue with Brian Fellow because what? I think goats are not... They're not evil. They're not weird. They are cuddly and stubborn and actually more like humans. We had a little baby goat that was black, uh -huh. like a silky black. Ooh. Yeah, like a really nice kind of... Yeah, silky black would make a good stripper name. Oh. <laughs> this was... We basically did an animal corner. <laughs> Except it was Tracy. I stole Tracy's animal she corner. Stole I'm sorry. Up next in the stewed with Fair Bimford and I um, is a very, very funny lady. She does stand-up comedy. You may know her from MTV's Girl Code and recently saw her working the fuck out of the red carpet at the VMAs. She's got a new show on MTV called Loosely Exactly Nicole. Please say hello to Miss Nicole Byer. Hi, 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 hi. What up, what up, what up, what up? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Um, full disclosure, a little hungover. Yeah. I know it is late in the day, but my birthday was yesterday. Oh, so yeah, Happy thank you. Birthday. Thank you so much. What did you I, do? I had a pizza party like a child. <laughs> yes. Like a real <laughs> pizza party where I forced everyone to order pizza. Yes. And then they were like personal pizzas. So I made the gameplay move to order an extra cheese pizza for myself. Uh-huh. And then told no one else that they could order one. So then I would trade my slices. Yes. I would trade my slices for what I wanted. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I spent most of the night screaming. So I like... <laughs> Hungover, coffee, uh -huh. and just like feel a little bonkers. That's good. Perfect. Yeah. Keep it loose. <laughs> um, I'm always very, very impressed and a little bit mystified at stand up comedy. Mm -hmm. It seems fucking terrifying to me. It's hard. The first time I did it was it was nuts. Really? Tell me about the yes. first time. So the very, very, very first time, I don't remember what show it was. Oh, it was a show it. UCB I think mm -hmm. and it was my friend's like stand up show where it was like 
improvisers doing stand-up and I did five minutes of some very dark material about my dead parents. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, the audience was like, ha ha, oh. <laughs> oh and then I was like, whoo, too personal, too dark, too dark. <laughs> With like no happy payoff at the end. It was just like, they're dead. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I can't imagine how that didn't go over well. Didn't go over well then. <laughs> like, what's the hardest part about it? I think the hardest part about doing stand-up is bombing. Sure. You think something's really funny at home or in the car when you look into the mirror, and then when you formulate it into words and you say it out loud to silence, and you're like, "Fuck." <laughs> how does how does that feel? Like to have the silence kind of reverberate. How Ooh, does it feel inside it's your body? Tough. Yeah. You like kind of want to shut down and go, "Oh, that's my time." But it's <laughs> like when you're getting paid, no, finish your time. That's not your oh, time. Oh my gosh. When you're not getting paid, it's like power through it. But like once you do it, it's like really cool and awesome. Mm. And I've grown so much in the last, I guess I've been doing it for like two and a half years, but I've grown so much and I have like a half hour that like I'm very proud of. Like mm-hmm. when I first started, it was like a lot of filler <laughs> uh, and then some dead parent jokes that didn't ever work. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like that you kept at it though. It's like, oh, this doesn't work. Maybe this time it will work. <laughs> oh, it because bit. audiences are different, right? So truly, if something bombs, you do it again ten times just to make sure that it wasn't that audience. That sounds oh, psychically no. scarring. No. It's tough, <sighs> and you need to bomb to understand how to do it. Oh. And I'm still not a great stand-up. There's people who are so much better than me. There's people who like write their jokes out, like Jamie Lee, who's on Girl Code verbatim I think writes and like memorizes her jokes I will think of like a funny nugget and then think of the beginning what the joke is and try to like think of like either a twist or like a nice button to it Mm -hmm. but I never write it down I just write down points and then I go on stage with like the points in my head Mm -hmm. and try to say it Mm -hmm. sometimes I miss punchlines oh no (laughs) sometimes I'll go out tell a joke listen to it later and go, oh, I missed the joke. <laughs> That's why nobody laughed. Like, there has to be an easier way than the way I do it. And I know there is, but I just, I like making everything so much harder for myself. Sure. Same, girl. <laughs> Same. What's improv like? Because improv is really white, right? So what is yeah. it like being a black Improv woman is in this space? the whitest form of comedy. My mm-hmm. um, regular co-host says that improv is spoken word for white people. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> God bless that's heaven. Yes. yes. Very funny. <laughs> uh, that's the, the most perfect way I've ever heard it described. Mm. I grew up with a bunch of white people, went to school with a bunch of white people, So then like doing improv, I was like very used to being the only black woman Mm -hmm. or black person. Mm. It was like tough to be in classes. Like I had one class I remember. I was in a scene with a white guy and he like named me Bonquita. Mm -mm. So then I was like, okay. He was like, what are we going to do, Bonquita? And I was like, I don't know, Don Sheeta. Like, I, <laughs> so then I made him a black woman, too. And then he, like, truly didn't know how to act. He was like, well, do it, like, do I do a character of a black woman? Like, uh-huh. And then he just, like, the scene was fucked because he was like, oh, uh, buh, buh, buh. <laughs> and I was like, you going to be bald? I'll be bald right back. Right. And then you'll have dudes, like, you'll be oh, like, oh, God. yeah, I'm Tommy and I'm a little boy. And then they'll be like, come on, Carol. And it's like, no, sorry, you didn't hear me. I'm a little boy. So like a lot of women would like kind of back down and just like go with what the dude said. And I'm not that kind of person. I'm like, no. So then like when I got cut from my team, the guy who cut me, the artistic director was like, well, you kind of steamroll scenes. I'm like, no, the people aren't listening. I'm going to tell them what I said. Right, right, right. Gosh. 
Oh, it's t- like Amy Poehler is like a fun quote where she's like, I'm not here to be anyone's girlfriend or wife. Yeah. I'm here to be funny. Like, I'm not here to serve a man's funny. Go fuck yourself. Amen. But I do love improv and it's wild to like go on stage and not know what you're going to say and like get used to that. Is anybody who knew you as a child surprised that you are now doing improv and stand up and like you have your own TV show? I, I, I was like, I've always been like loud and... People, some people have always thought I was funny. <laughs> I won't say all. Sure. <laughs> it's you. No one is universally liked. Uh-huh. So. I'll speak for yourself, Nicole. Everyone loves me. <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> Even when we don't want to. We do. <laughs> That's because I pay you generously. <laughs> um, so speaking of your new show, how yes. about that segue, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. Smooth, smooth. <laughs> It is called Loosely Exactly Nicole. Yes. I wanted to call it Krusty Cunts. (laughs) I had written down a bunch of names on a piece of paper and I wrote Krusty Cunts, put an asterisk next to it. One of our writers was like, why does that one have an asterisk? And I was like, because it's my favorite one. And then went and pitched it to and like we went to like a, a lunch with like the head of scripted and two other executives. And then like, have you thought about a name? I was like, actually, I have crusty cunts. And they were like, no. <laughs> so my showrunner got me a necklace that says crusty cunts Aww, that I wear all the time. So and then sweet. the other real actual title I wanted to name it was the N word because oh my, my name is Nicole. Ah. But also some Trump supporters would call me the other one. Ugh. Uh, oh god! And, and then <laughs> I liked. Minefield. I was like, if I ever won an award for it, I'm sure a white person would present it to me, of course. and they would have to say it. And the winner is Nicole Byer, the N word. It tickles uh, me so much. Uh, tickles us all. <laughs> but in the end, it was loosely exactly. Yep, <laughs> yep. That's what they went for. I guess the boring option. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, what does the writer's room look like? So in the writer's room, it was five women and three men. Lots of ladies. In the lots and room. lots and lots of ladies. That's what I wanted. When I was reading packets, they sent me like a lot of dudes packets. And then it got to the point, and a lot of these men are mediocre. Who, oh my gosh, girl. Like Ooh, black listen. women <clears throat> have to be superior mm. to get fucking noticed. Oh my Ooh. gosh. And like, God forbid you've like an ethnic name and yeah. they have to see that first. I'm like, I'm not going to read that. Mm-hmm. But then it got to a point after reading so many mediocre packets by men, I was like, the only way I'll read another pilot written by a dude or meet with a dude is if he is so good and mm-hmm. his stuff is so amazing mm-hmm. that he's already staffed on a show and I can't have him. Yeah. It's the only <laughs> way I'll do it, which means I don't want to talk to men. I don't want to see them. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then like the women I found Grace is uh, one of the black ladies who wrote on my show is incredible. Like her pilot was so fun and funny and the way she wrote these characters, it was like so real mm-hmm. And then I just, I'm in love with my room. They wrote these amazing episodes. There's one episode where the whole premise is I'm like hooking up with this dude and I just decide that we're boyfriend and girlfriend without talking to him, (laughs) which is something I've done in my life. And I'm sure other women are like, we're dating. And it's like, does he know? Mm -mm." Not yet. No, I'll tell him one one of these days. Yeah, I just, it's, everyone was so great. And it was so good to have like 
a nice female perspective. Mm-hmm. And my room was full of loud ladies, mm-hmm. like that don't back down, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was like awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just, it was really wonderful. The whole process was really, really cool. So I watched the first two episodes. Ooh. As did I. And which I... are what? One is babysitting. <laughs> one is babysitting the with, the, with, with, with the black, the black face. face. Yeah. Oh, God. And the other one is the 90s party where you yeah. go. To... Oh, okay, braids. The thing I like the most about that episode is I've never seen a black woman get her hair done on television. Mm. That was Ever. amazing. It really made me think of that scene in um, How to Get Away with Murder yes, when she yes. took the wig off. Yes. yes. I was just like, That's also something I've never what? fucking seen on yes, TV. Right. But something that happens every night in black people's every homes. Every night. You turn night. into a different person for bed. <laughs> I had exactly the same thing. I went on a work trip and I was sharing a house with a colleague, uh-huh. another black woman. And when we'd come back from what we were doing in that city, uh-huh. we just start twisting our hair. And then uh-huh. in the night we put on a bonnet. Uh-huh. And at no point did I have to go, okay, so what I'm doing is. Right. Yes. Right. right. You don't have to explain your fucking black uh-huh. ass. Right. And it was wonderful. I mean, you know, at one point we kind of caught each other's eye and we uh-huh. were like, mm, okay, uh-huh. so we're both day. being it's black here. Day. It's a new day. We're both <laughs> being black here. <laughs> and it's all right. It's okay. It's okay. I don't have to explain shit to you. <laughs> and you don't ex- you don't look at me like and and what is the point of the uh, satin bonnet? Right. No need. Should I get one of those? No. No. no, like, no, 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 no. Fine. <laughs> You're literally fine. It's okay. <laughs> also, it's like universal. Like everyone gets their hair done. So mm-hmm. like it starts off like as a black story, but I think mm-hmm. everyone can relate to like having your hair fucked up and having to go out in the world. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, <laughs> do you ever do that thing where you make eye contact with the hairdresser? They go, do you like it? And you go, yes. And then you go and cry in the car. Yes. Yeah. It's horrible. And it's wild. It's <laughs> wild that we as women that. do that. <laughs> yeah. Men probably never do that. Uh-uh. Bro, you fucked me up. Right. <laughs> but women were just line. like, it's Fine. And then you're like, do I kill myself? Yeah. Yeah. It's we are just born and bred to apologize and like just take shit. Yeah. But I do it. I'm like a strong lady, but like you get my hair done wrong and I'll tell you I love it. (laughs) And then I'll go home and And call somebody else. You're like, girl, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Please, somebody. I'm sending you pictures right now. That's what I do. Oh, God. Um, But I do do like that. I like the centering and like the normalcy that stuff like that is presented. Yeah. And I feel like on a station like MTV, I'm like, maybe some white folks are going to see this braiding uh, scene mm-hmm. and never ever ask another black girl how yes. she grew her hair five yes. feet overnight. <laughs> I mean, it's wild that people don't get it by now. That cannot happen. Wow. How do you not know, know. about wigs and weaves? <laughs> I know. You think how? Beyonce grows all that hair every <laughs> single day? I think it's remarkable when people, I think it's, to me, it's the tentative tone. Like, oh, oh your, your hair's changed. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yes. yeah, you, do you understand the concept of sewing things on? <laughs> right. You know how my clothes change every day? What? Because I take on clothes and put the, and take them off. <laughs> like, it's, right. it's and people just kind of, oh, it's it's so much. And also, you're like, yes, it is. Thank you. Like, <laughs> so funny. Also, Sharon, when you put your hair in a ponytail, I still know what your face yes. looks like. Yeah. I'm never like, Honestly, oh, I don't recognize when you When I today. change my hair, people don't know who Same. I am. Same. Same. So insulting. Yeah. It's wild. It so insulting. But also, I like it. Nobody bothers me in LA when my hair is <laughs> not like this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lord. I have been like craving a show that's just like irreverent and just goofy and fun and mirthful for the sake of being goofy, fun, and mirthful. We were having a conversation not long ago about uh, black movies and black films and how there are not really any like black girl coming of age movies. No. Because like it's almost like unless our stories are just like full of like sorrow. Precious had everything go wrong. Oh my God. And 
then had trauma. to be fat on top of it. Right. Everything. But she's so strong. Yeah. So strong. She's just so it's strong. It's actually a story of survival, Tracy. <laughs> oh, it's survival. Pardon. Oh. Yeah. No, it's I get just, it. It's like, horrific. where's our babysitter's club? Where's right. our... Like, I can't think of anything right no, now. No, but babysitter's <laughs> club is the perfect example. Like, I only had Jesse, and she was an alternate member. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't oh, she Nicole be a full issues about this. fledged <laughs> member? Uh, what's her name? And what is her name? Oh, I wish Mary. No, what is the lady who what? wrote the book? I'm useless right now. Anna and Martin. <laughs> Anna and Martin. Why couldn't we have a black girl be a full time member? She made the ginger what? and the black girl be alternate junior members. <laughs> That's and never knew up. that. That's fucked it's up. Fucked that up. Is completely Justice fucked up. for what's her name? Jennifer. What was her name? The black so, girl. So okay, the black girl was Jesse. The Jessie redhead was Mallory. <laughs> Anne had the boyfriend, or not Anne? Mary Anne had the boyfriend Logan, who was cute, but she was so basic and boring. Christine was a tomboy, but let's get real, she was a lesbian. <laughs> Claudia is Asian and likes art. And for whatever reason, I was like, is that a stereotype? My whole life, I just wondered. I was like, is that like a thing that I missed? And then we have Dawn from California, who's a vegetarian, and Stacy with curly blonde hair from New York with diabetes. Oh my Guys, God. I loved the Babysitter's Club. I'm ashamed at how little I remember of I the Babysitter's Club. I think I got them all. <laughs> Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my gosh. Um, oh. But yeah, so in the same vein of like wanting just goofy black girls for the sake mm-hmm. of being goofy mm-hmm. black girls. I love that. I mean, obviously I want this in every single show that I watch. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I would love to see in the same vein is like a goofy black girl friendships. Because I think that's another thing that's not mm-hmm. like shown a lot. Um, so my question, is there a, another black person coming up in the show? Not that's like my my friends are my roommate and then my friend Jen mm-hmm. and then Jen dates a black man and Ooh. then okay, Jen. <laughs> I think he's like our other uh, black series regular. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Okay, mm-hmm. which is I failed us. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's just how <laughs> could you? No, no. I mean. <laughs> Question, Nicole. Um, why aren't you edifying the race? Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really <laughs> fucked up. No, um, if I get a second season, there's like a couple storylines that I'd like to explore with like a black female friendship. Mm-hmm. So um, you've been you've been rocking with MTV for a while. Mm-hmm. Shows on MTV. You've done Girl Code. And Since very 2013. And so you were also doing red carpet stuff, very fancy, for the VMAs, right? Yeah, I. so they cut to me like four times during the show. Uh-huh. And my whole bit was like, I'm so excited to be here. Ah! Um, we were uh, stalking your Twitter feed in yes. preparation for this yes, um, yes. interview. And you were retweeting a lot of not nice things <laughs> that people were saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. First... Why did you retweet those? Some of them were really funny. <laughs> the funniest one was Nicole Byer looks like she's in 1994 auditioning for all that. That made me laugh so hard. Oh, God. They were just like, you're being I too, like, it. I guess like being an excited fan, they were like, what is she doing? Uh-huh. And then one person was like, did she win a contest? <laughs> it was just very funny. Also, like when people say nasty shit, they like pretend like they don't realize that if you use my first and last name, it is so easy it's for so me to, easy find, to it. find it. Also, if you say big black lady at the VMAs, that's also very easy for me to find. <laughs> Search certain words. Right. But um, I guess the reason why I do is so they 
know I I read it. Yeah. And that I'm a human being. And like, we don't talk like that in real life. Imagine if someone went up to you and was like, your teeth are fucked up and right. I hate you. <laughs> and then was like, bye, going to work. And it's like, what? <laughs> you can't walk up to people and do it. So why would you do it on the internet? One, two, I just like retweet it so people realize how nasty people are sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like Leslie Jones retweeting her like haters and yeah. shit was like, yeah, mm-hmm. we get this all the time. Yeah. But on the real, I've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but also, I guess you're just looking for attention when you do shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're sitting in your mom's basement in Ohio, you know, saying nasty shit about me. Right. You, you know, could turn off do. your TV. You could not mm-hmm. say the things you want to say. Mm-hmm. But instead, you're going to say what you want to say and you're going to keep watching me on mm-hmm. TV. And I'm still get paid. Yeah. And you're still going to be in your basement. <laughs> so Gotta like, get them retweets, boo. In the grand scheme of things, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the Leslie Jones stuff. Like, it was the first time that a lot of white people were like, oh shit, I didn't know that this happened to this to degree. black women to this degree on yeah. the internet. Mm-hmm. White people, I love them, but live in their own special bubble. Listen. My roommate was watching the Roots remake. And he was like, come watch it with me. And I was like, I don't need to watch Roots again. I've seen the original Roots. I don't need to watch a remake. And I was like, actually, to be frank, I'm really tired of slave movies. I'm tired of it. Mm -hmm. I want to see other stories. We have other stories. Mm -hmm. And he goes, Nicole, we have to keep remaking them so people don't forget. And I was like, boo-boo, I'll (laughs) never forget. Let's forget the slavery. I'll never forget. I was like, maybe you'll forget, but me, never. People who are not still suffering the consequences of this shit. Sure. You need the reminder. That's crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think they realize that that shit happens. Uh-huh. As you were retweeting this fo- these folks, did any of them like respond to you retweeting some, them? Some people were like, "Oh shit, I didn't know you'd see this." And mm. I was like, "Yes, you did." <laughs> right? What you did you? You know how Twitter my works. My first and last name. Yeah, you made it easy. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'm like living my dream, so like, I truly don't mind. You say mm-hmm. whatever you want. Also, when people are like, "You're fat," I'm like, "Uh huh." <laughs> <laughs> What else? <laughs> right. Also, like I and people are like, don't look for that stuff. And I'm like, but what if someone says something I don't know? <laughs> what if what I discover really something me? about myself? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, I guess I'll change that. <laughs> it's, Love it. it seems like a kind of a, a a ridiculous question in light of what you've just said. But is there? I suppose an element of self-care where you kind of see something truly mean, even though eventually mm-hmm. it will kind of wash away and you're like, eh, mm-hmm. whatever. But do you kind of have to take a step back from time to time? Do you have like a routine, at, you know, with which you kind of recenter? Not to sound no, too weird. My brain's like a goldfish. I truly forget <laughs> everything minutes after it happens. Nice. Like I'll forget that I'm mad at someone and be like, oh yeah. I really look on the sunnier side of things. My mother used to say that frowning takes more energy. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of keep cheery, stay happy, try to keep smiling. And remember that, like, I'm not for everybody. Mm -hmm. Everyone's not going to love me. There are, like, there are people out there who talk shit about Beyonce, and that's crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She, like, it's crazy. Speaking of, you gave Beyonce a compliment. Yes. So I've been talking about it all day. Did did you faint thereafter? No. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I love and admire Beyonce, but I'm not going to fall out of my seat because she acknowledged me because she's not signing my checks. Mm. (laughs) So I, she like went to go accept her award. And then I was like, I'm just going to lean my head. Oh, because when someone famous came through the hallway, 
a bodyguard or a security person would scream at us to get against the wall. So oh, you had shit. to scramble to get as like <laughs> far away from them as possible. Jesus. And the reason is because a lot of them have like videographers videotaping them. Uh, so they're walking backwards as they're walking forward okay. and you don't want to like get in their way, trip them. And also like, don't touch Beyonce. Like you don't know people <laughs> get wild. Right, right. Yeah, no, for sure. People do weird shit. Yeah. So it's like, uh-huh. just get them the fuck away. Yeah. And if someone were to do something, you like you're like that's the person who did it Mm -hmm. so uh i was like i'm just gonna lean my face and smile at her (laughs) and then as she was walking back she looked so beautiful and i just went oh what a treat (laughs) because she was she's such a treat she's so beautiful and she was wearing like head to toe gold her fucking skin is like shimmering and i bet you it's not makeup i like it's just like just she she radiates yeah so then she like giggled and said thank you and then giggled again and then I was like, I made Beyonce giggle. Oh my god! And then honestly, like going through all that Twitter stuff, I was like, you may hate me, but I made Beyonce giggle. <laughs> and I'm sure she'll never think about it again. But like, what a nice thing! Yeah, how nice! Oh my god! But truly, this is exactly what I did. I went, what a treat! <laughs> <laughs> and like, I know I have a very I that was your cherub-like face. <laughs> And she was standing and I was sitting. So I know I just looked like a little baby. Just young. Hi. And I have like a goofy face. So like I'm 100% sure her perspective was she's walking. She looks down. A little cartoon character goes, what a treat. I love that the thing that came out of your mouth was what a treat. It's such, what an, a old, treat. It's such an old lady thing. Oh, what a treat. Oh, it's like ice water on a hot day. What a treat. Ah, I do refreshing. say that a lot. Whenever I get excited about something, I'm like, what a treat. So cute. I don't know who I got it from. I like old ladies. Like Advanced Style is yes. my favorite Instagram yes. account. I love sassy older women. Oh, my gosh. This is our rapid fire question segment called Pew Pew Pew. So these are finger okay. guns. Um, <laughs> the ideas that will be very quick. We never are, but we'll try. Okay. Let's pretend to try. Okay. Um, who is your arch nemesis? <laughs> it's, it's love it already. <laughs> so it's a very complicated answer because I have a list of people I hate, <laughs> and number one on the list is uh, a a guy that I used to like perform with occasionally, mm-hmm. who I can't remember what he did to me, but he <laughs> is still number one on my list. <laughs> and then number two is a server from Giordano's in Chicago who. Oh. Uh, said they didn't have club soda, but they did. Oh, and I asked him about their garlic bread, and he was like, never had it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what so, was his problem? I don't know. He was very rude. I didn't like him. The whole night was fucked up. Because I like woke my sister up, and I was like, we're going on an adventure. And she was like, I'm so tired. She goes to sleep at like 8 p.m. She's so boring, and I love her. Aww. And uh, I took her to get pizza, and then she was like not excited about it. And then he was like, uh, was like great, not excited. And I was like, great, two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining my pizza. So he's number two. Okay. Yeah, fuck that dude. Next question, though. Yes. If I asked you to put these breakfast carbs in order from most delicious to least delicious. Oh, this is my favorite question. Okay, so your options are pancakes, French toast, waffles, Uh. and crepes. Ooh, I think I'm going to put French toast first. I really like French toast. (laughs) Pancakes are a very close second. Mm -hmm. Waffles, I mean, how helpful that they hold the syrup, but then like they hold a little too much syrup. 
and crepes can get the fuck out of my breakfast. Mm. Oh my god, Nicole! I don't I'm, like crepes. Not, I just I think I like dessert crepes. You are perfect. <laughs> Thank you. you. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> you did. You passed the test. That was the correct <laughs> Congratulations. answer. Congratulations. Okay, bring in the minister. We're gonna get my. Ah, <laughs> yay! <laughs> Let's wrap this up. I thought it would never happen. <laughs> um, what was your first online screen name? Hot chocolate eight oh eight. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I used to catfish dudes. I never oh. like I never met up with anyone, but I was like truly an eleven year old girl who'd be like, I got big titties. What do you got? Oh uh, I'm I work at a, an office and I get naked. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like looking for dudes to be like, yeah. And no one ever really bit. What? And I'm hundred percent sure it's like, this is a child. <laughs> A straight up child. They were like, no, Chris Hansen is on the other side uh -huh. for sure. Because like I remember distinctly never ever saying anything truly sexy. <laughs> Just mm, I got bills. Yeah. I'm I an got, adult. I got yeah, business, business and deals, I and then naked. Job. I'll be naked soon. <laughs> It was so silly. <laughs> Can't believe it didn't work. <laughs> this is a question that made me smile. Would you date someone who was a cult leader, yes. but... <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to give you the caveat. Okay, okay. <laughs> Would you date someone who was a cult leader, but was a master of every sex move possible? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm only getting older. Um... <laughs> I can't, you know, hold these faults against people. I gotta accept who they are. But what if he was like in a, in like a doomsday cult? Where like he's the comet is soon? coming back. The comet's well, coming, so we gotta. I mean, huh, I'll fuck him till that comet comes back, <laughs> and then if he's got a bounce, then I guess I'll move on. <laughs> fair, absolutely fair. fair. Maybe it even adds a little frisson of excitement. Like yeah. we could die soon, right? Yeah, you, it makes, it. makes everything a little bit more exciting. You'll die soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in it. <laughs> and then I just won't ever drink any drinks he offers me. Like, he won't let him make me food yeah. in case right. he's trying to take me with him. You're a thinker. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. yeah. No Kool Aid, no applesauce. Mm -mm 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 -mm. <laughs> None no of that. Yeah. Solid foods that I have to peel myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> foods that I can see being. <laughs> exactly. Being well, only bananas. Food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Prepackaged meals only. Um, okay, so uh, now a question. What's your favorite racist commercial, McDonald's or otherwise? Mm. Um, there is, a, I don't know if it only plays in LA, but it's a car insurance commercial. And this girl is like, <laughs> I can't afford car insurance. <laughs> and her friend is like, but I can't. It's not that bad. She's like, really? <laughs> and I was like, people had auditioned for this. And then some white person was like, dumber, blacker. <laughs> and I was like, it's wild. But my favorite McDonald's spot is one that I did where we were like at brunch at McDonald's, which is not what? a real thing. <laughs> and I made a joke on Pete Holmes' show. I was like, I guess uh, black people aren't allowed to go to real brunch. We have to go to McDonald's. <laughs> Only McDonald's. Did you know McDonald's has a, a website dedicated to black people? No. Called, it's like the 365 Black, black 365. Yeah. They know wow. their consumer base. It's <laughs> like single moms that are like, hamburger, cheese, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but so it was me and three other black women who all speak like me. Mm -hmm. So then uh, the person in the booth was like, all right, are you guys ready to go? And she's like, action. All of us were like, ooh, baby, <laughs> let me tell you about hamburger. 
burgers, Big Mac, French fries. Ha ha! Cut. So then I went to uh, the store tonight, or to last night, and it was just like everything was on. And then action. And then I said to him, My baby daddy needs to give me some more you know, special sauce. What? Cut. Okay, so um, I think I'm going to go to like Bermuda, you know, the summer. Uh, it was wild. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, all of us have to do this. Like, all of us are like really playing it up. Oh, also, God. my one line was, so the girl goes, can I have another one of your French fries? And I go, I'll raise a fry to y'all get y'all fries. And that is exactly how I deliver it. No! And then they go... No! After I did it, they're like, that's a little much. Do you want to dial it back? <laughs> so then we worked on it, and then they were like, the client wants it up again. So literally, it was just like, ooh, ah, you know what? I play some Friday, y'all get y'all. <laughs> and I can't imagine someone driving and being like, what? That's not a real woman. It's the wildest spot oh in the world. Oh my God, I'm hysterical. Oh, and I don't, I don't know. It's a it's a radio voiceover no. that oh, I did when I still cool. lived in New York. So it was prior to 2012. Oh, so oh, I I don't know if it exists anywhere. I don't know if I can like call up McDonald's like advertising oh, agency gosh. and be like, can I have that? <laughs> oh god. Oh shit. This was a blast. Thank you. This was so much fun. Please come back and see us. And I would love to. Where can people find you and your work? Y'all, you just like Google me. Uh, you can. <laughs> I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Nicole Byer for both. YouTube, I do not have my own channel, but if you Google my name, Nicole Byer, you can watch a set that I did on This Is Not Happening, which is Ari Shafiri's Comedy Central show. Um, there's a couple stand-up sets, and then if you look up Pursuit of Sexiness on YouTube, you can find me and Sashir Zameda's web series. You can watch Loosely Exactly Nicole, which premieres uh, September 5th. It'll be every Monday after that at 10.30 on MTV. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Nicole. Bye. Then guess what? What? It's time to buy a round. Yay! Baby, come through. You deserve rounds yes, tonight. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what are you buying a round for? <laughs> I mean, I want to buy a round for your gruff voice just then. Thank that you. That was uh, quite yeah. a surprise, and yeah. I think I liked it. Um, uh, no, uh, I think... Uh, 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 <laughs> oh, God, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> This week, I would like to buy a round for lipstick. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. Your yes. Lipstick, lipstick game is phenomenal. I don't know how to say this, but um, I'm going to just defer to Chris, uh, no, to, to Frank Ocean. Mm -hmm. That is to say, we all try, the girls try, the boys try. I'm trying with <laughs> lipstick. I'm trying. Okay. That was beautiful. I am trying. So um, my favorite lipstick at the moment, now that technically summer is over, uh, technically, technically, I have gone to a favorite um, of mine, which is a MAC lipstick, mm -hmm. and it's called um, Matte Royale. 
Ooh. And it's like this beautiful blue lipstick. And every time I wear it, I feel like I am about to conquer the world. Mm. Because first of all, it makes me look ridiculously amazing. Yes. Like I'm under Absolutely. no illusions anyway. Right. Like I'm actually quite hot. But you, know, you know who you are? Let's listen, I'm leaning into it. Yeah. And then I put on the lipstick mm-hmm. and then I find myself uh, ascending. Mm. Sometimes I float <laughs> out of the house and I'm like, mm, right, right. All right, Mac lipstick. <laughs> Thank you, Matt Royale. So this blue lipstick is the lipstick I'm loving at the moment. It's um, so pretty. And it thank looks you. so nice with your skin too. So this is the other thing. I found for the longest time, I was so scared of like bright lipsticks or really dramatic lipsticks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there came a point where I just kind of went, eh, fuck it. It's like it's my lips. Mm-hmm. And if you are truly disturbed by seeing me as I right. walk past you, I will be gone out of your line of sight in like two seconds you right. don't have to think about me at all you can chill or you can, chill. You can use some neck muscles and look the other way look the other way bam okay what a mm-hmm. blessing just so easy so yeah so lipstick is is the key thing and i feel like in in the autumn um which you people call the fall <laughs> um i'm gonna really kind of lean into my lipstick game even uh-huh. more like i'm gonna really kind of show out with Ooh. a selection of colors what what colors are you thinking okay so always 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 a red mm-hmm. because having found like i found like three solid reds that I go to as mm-hmm. a standard thing and I love all of them mm-hmm. are they like bright reds like mate a, they cover the spectrum mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Um, you know but yeah dark reds purples kind of blacks black lipstick I find makes me feel like a really kind of superior witch yeah ooh yeah <laughs> I like, like I, it I feel like I the could supreme. just yeah I, this is it like I feel like I could like you know you know end some bad people's lives <laughs> when I put on black <laughs> lipstick I'm like yeah okay enough of you ooh. sir so the next time you have on black lipstick, can I give you the number to my student loan people so you can just like I I recommend of... that you do that and right. I'm I'm very discreet, you know. <laughs> there'll be no blood trail. Yay, I'm finally going to have some credit. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and Tracy, okay. Hmm. Following your loan issues, um <laughs> right. <laughs> who are you going to buy around for this week? Well, Bimford Louise. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I am buying around for you. <gasps> shut the front door. Get out of this Surprise! place. No, yes. shut up. No. Bim, you are the fucking best. Oh my God. You really, really, really are. You are, you're fun and you're funny. And even though you threaten to punch me very often, I know that it's coming from a place of love. I only punch people I love. <laughs> I only punch my loved ones. That's why I fuck with you, because you got scruples. You got scruples. You will never punch somebody that you hate. I respect that out of you. I respect it. Um, but no, you're, you've are you been a joy, obviously, on the podcast. Oh. And you're a joy in every other corner and area of my life that you inhabit. Oh my God, Tracy. I'm so glad that you were here. I'm crying right now. No, you're not. I, I can, am. I can no, see it's your face. Coll- it's collecting it? oh. in the corner of my eyes. I'm sorry, my bad. I'm a professional, okay? <laughs> I don't weep in the stewed. <laughs> my bad, my bad. But the, the tears are collecting okay. in the corner. In fact, here, look, I'll show you. Okay. Okay. I need to... Did you see that? Nope, I don't. What are you... I can't see. I'm, I'm showing you a tissue that has, you know what? Fine. <laughs> I'll take the round. I'll take the round and I'll walk the hell out. Okay? Thanks. I'm trying to tell you I'm moved I'm by sorry. your dedication to I me. I just, listen, I, you're right. I will, I will frame this tissue. I'm going to put it above my wall. Please do. Above my wall? <laughs> oh, my wow. ceiling. It's been a long day. <laughs> By the grace of God, of God, <laughs> we have done it again. Woo. 
Thank you to Nicole Byer for stopping by. Ooh. It was super fun. Thank you to Bim for being my guest host. Yay! Make it crazy, make it crazy. Where can people find you and your work? They can find me, as ever, on BuzzFeed.com, the website. Um, they can find me on Twitter at Bimadu, which is B-I-M-A-D-E-W. And they can also find me um, in a newsletter that I do that is called The, the Fuck, Fuck Is This? this? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I have a newsletter too. I mean, well, it's like it's like a thing that me and my friends do. Ooh. Um, it's the Another Round newsletter. Okay. You can subscribe at BuzzFeed.com slash Another Round slash newsletter. You can follow me on Twitter at Broken McPoverty because I ain't got no money. What, what? Um, and you can find our dear, dear Heaven. She's the most lovable thing. Everybody follow Heaven on Twitter. Yes, You can please. follow her at Heaven, like the place in the sky, and rants, like the thing that white men love to do. This episode was produced by the Pod Squad. This episode was produced by Eleanor Kagan and Julia Ferlin with production help from Meg Kramer. Thank you to Paul Ruest at Argo Studios. Always an honor and a pleasure. Thank you to our in-house musicians, Miss Jean Gray, who has a new album out, I think. You should hit up her Twitter and uh, get some info and then get the album. You can follow her on Twitter at Jean Greasy and Don Will of the Almighty Tanya Morgan. You can follow him at Don Will. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook and all the things at Another Round. You can email us some love at anotherround at BuzzFeed.com. Buy some Another Round mugs and T-shirts. You can do that at shop.buzzfeed.com. Drink some water. Take your meds. Call your person. Lost. I need to re up. I <laughs> listen. Two days last week, I didn't floss, oh, and the Tracy. whole day, I felt like I needed a shower. Tracy, I'm, I'm not even angry. I'm just disappointed. In Same. You. I deserve that. Do you have any any self care maintenance tips? Oh, sleep. Mm. Have a little nap from time to time. Okay. Mm. I come from a culture where siestas are not only encouraged; they are recommended. Oh my gosh. And if I could, I would be napping right now. Oh my gosh. So I recommend that you take a a, a long take take a long nap. Mm. Really, mm-hmm. kind of. You know, recenter. Yeah. With some sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I want a nap. I love um, naps on the couch specifically. Yes. There's just something that, you know, because it's not like sleep. You're not like yes. going to sleep, sleep. It's right. just like a little. Like a the little couch nap. is kind of like your insurance net. It's kind of like you're going to get up in like less than an hour. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like when you make a sandwich and you leave a knife on the edge of the sink. Just in case. Just in case. Mm. Yeah. See? Leave your knife on the edge of the sink, everybody. <laughs> Till next time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like anything today. <laughs> Free money? Get that shit out of my face. <laughs> Tracification. It's better than gentrification. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Just a little bit.